I really wanted to start the show. <laughs> yeah. But but now after seeing that, I don't know if I even want to continue to do the show. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it, see how fast how long I can make Connor uncomfy. It's not that I'm uncomfy, I'm just incredibly disappointed in you as a person. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That actually means a lot. That it means a lot to me. You're welcome. So glad I could uh instruct you on my feel instruct you inform you of my feelings yeah yeah that's okay that's okay yeah you mind if i start the show now yes Welcome to the Garlic Boys Podcast, where we treat friendship like a good recipe treats garlic. You can never have too much of it. We're your hosts. I'm Connor O'Connor. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, I got distracted because... Two days. Was... <laughs> it has been no. two days. <laughs> uh, I was playing GeoGuessr all day. Like, literally did not stop playing GeoGuessr. Uh, so I forgot to prepare anything. <laughs> I've also been obsessed with an internet game lately. I don't know if I've talked about this yet. It's called a Jez Ball. Jez Ball. Nope. Never talked about that one. Okay. Well, so there's some balls bouncing around in some squares, and you have to build lines to, like, oh, can I just show you? That's going to be so much yeah. easier. Share the screen. Share the screen, my dude. <laughs> Have you played GeoGuessr? Have you played any of it? I know of it, but I've never played it. It's it's addicting. It is it is unnaturally addicting because it, okay, for those of you listeners who don't know, uh GeoGuessr plops you down. It's like Google Street View. It'll plop you down somewhere and then you have to figure out just by going around like up and down the roads getting context clues oh oh i see but you have to do it so that the balls don't because if they yeah absolutely i don't i've never played this version of it and i can't figure out how to switch which direction my lines go right because the, the version i play i can go side to side or up and yeah. down gotcha and i think you want to get yeah you want to get the 75 percent covered it's tough because right now, oh yeah, there you go. Because uh, right now, you can't go side to side for some reason, um, and that would have been really nice last time. Oh, interesting. Oh no, here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna beat this level and then, <laughs> and then we're gonna to stop. Um, but yeah, no. So. Uh, uh, GeoGuessr, while Connor is playing his uh, ball game, um, there we go. GeoGuessr is it plops you down Google Street View. You have to figure out where you are. There's different maps, so you can do anywhere around the world. There's a lot of maps uh, in uh, Europe and and Asia. Pretty sure there's one on all the continents. 
Um, you can also just do a world version, which will pop you anywhere in the world and you need to figure out where you are. Obviously excluding um, uh, Antarctica or anything like that. Um, Obviously, because you always remember. Because uh, you would you would show up and be like, wow, where am I? Probably Antarctica. Um, did you pay for this game? Yeah, I did. It's not very expensive every month, but I pay because we play... I can't say where we play it, but we play it often uh, at a certain location. Um, do you want to pull it up so we can play real quick? Yeah, absolutely, I do. Okay, let's uh, let's share my screen because uh, I was I was gonna share my screen so we could play it real quick, but I'm not paying two forty nine for it. No, 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 don't pay money for it. Classic map. Why aren't you loading, dude? This game sucks already. No, it's so good, but it's just not loading for some reason. 100 plus A, there we go. United States, play. So it'll drop you down anywhere, and your goal is to figure out where you are. So we're somewhere um, in the United States? Yes, and so you look at street signs. You look at uh, – there's a sheep crossing or cow crossing sign. Hold on. It cow just, crossing sign. A cow crossing sign, so um, assuming rural areas. Uh, it looks relatively flat. Right, um, which could mean that it's like a Midwestern state, like uh, let's say like Nebraska, Iowa, something like that, relatively flat. They, I mean, I think Nebraska would be much flatter. I it. think it's a little more north because we are seeing more coniferous trees than the deciduous. Ooh, yeah. You're pulling out the big guns. I don't know anything about trees. I just guess most of the time because uh, I don't know. And, and there's and no we get points. We get points based on how close we are. Yes. So, for okay. example, where do you think this might be? Uh, in the I, I honestly think this is somewhere closer to um, the cow really wants me to say like Wisconsin. Right, right. I, honestly, I could go with Wisconsin. Like, I would be okay with going with Wisconsin. All right. So, if we. I, I do think it's a northern state because it looks like we are in winter right now, or at least a fall. Right. And that could also be like Vermont or New Hampshire, but we'll go with Wisconsin just for the sake of the listeners. So, <clears throat> we click yes. It was South Carolina, actually. South Carolina? So, because we were 760 miles away, we only got 1,200 points. All right. Do you so know this what the one, max number of points are? 5,000 points. And you have to be okay. within like 100, 100 feet or, yeah, I think it's like 100 feet uh, to get 5,000 points. It's, okay. So, this is this is a desert area. There's, there's palm trees, which means it's likely like lower California or maybe Arizona, New Mexico. Um, Cause it's definitely not Florida. Like the only palm trees would be like here or in Florida and it's not Florida. Um, and unfortunately, again, it put us in a place with no signs, just the middle of stinking nowhere. Sometimes you're like in a city, you're in a right. city and it literally tells you like Texas or, uh, I'm trying to think of city names, but New York City. Like, it'll say things like that. Um, but sometimes you get unlucky enough. Oh, 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 oh. Go back. Go back. Here, we're going to we're gonna do a little metagaming here. A little metagaming. We got a truck there, right? 
You can't see license plates. We they can't see li Oh, that makes they sense, blur, actually. They blur that them makes, out. That makes so much sense. Right. Uh, I've, I've, trust me, I've tried to use stuff like that. There is a blue sign, um, which could be a... Okay. Zoom in. City limit. Yuma. Do you know where Yuma is? Yuma, uh, Yuma, Arizona. Arizona. Pretty sure. So we're going to hope that you're right. We're in Arizona now. Or is that is that Yucca, Arizona? I think I just saw it on the map there. Did you? Or uh, if you're looking at the screen, are you looking at the screen and the map is in your right-hand side? Right now, where my cursor is, is the right-hand side near St. John's Concho area. I do not see your cursor. What? That's weird. Um, okay, so let's see. Phoenix is on the right hand side right now. Phoenix. Okay. Um, heads up, head up towards your uh, left. Uh, top see Yuka. Is it Yuka? Okay. I do see Yuka. Yeah. Yuma? I think it's Yuma, Arizona. That sounds so correct to me. <laughs> okay. Do you want to um, check New Mexico to see if I'm wrong? Uh, sure. Let's zoom in a little bit, see if just a cursory glance, because sorry, listeners, we're playing a game. <laughs> this got um, real for us. Uh, Yuma. And maybe, listeners, you're thinking, man, how dumb can these guys be? Yuma is clearly uh, California. Um, I don't care, all right? Is it California? No, it, I don't know. Oh, that's Yucca again could even be utah i don't know all right so uh because we don't know i'm just gonna it's kind of like in this area we think i i think that's a great guess come on click as long guess. as it's in arizona i'm gonna feel validated oh you were it was arizona right yes. at the bottom there Good okay stuff. i still feel i still feel validated for that answer so let's take it i want i want like a city one so maybe i can uh quick uh Burst through let's a couple. Just, let's just finish these and then go to the clever boy quiz. Okay, sounds good. Come on, go to the next. Good heavens! Okay. Oh, we're in the middle of nowhere again. <laughs> yeah, of course we are. So I'm gonna go around this roundabout because sometimes there might be flags or signs. Do you happen to recognize whatever that sticket flag is? I don't. The Try Guys recently did a video where Keith rated every single state flag. But I didn't watch it. <laughs> of course you did it. Um, all right. What do they yeah. say? Do they say anything interesting? You can't really read any of Can it. we go down that path and maybe try and see the flag again? Does it only stay on the road? Let's. It does only stay on the road. And it doesn't look like the flag is flying at all. So, very exciting, uh, very exciting, oh. almost clue, but uh, oh, not white quite. white flag with some gold with some, markings like, yellow, on it. green, maybe. There is a gentleman here in the middle, uh, two a gentleman and a child. Get down! What are you doing? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. we might have to go down the road a little bit. Uh, this, I think, would be. Um, it would be very plausible for it to be um, kind of near us, but also, ooh, sign. John wonder, Brown Farm. State John Brown Farm, State Historic Site. 
John Brown, I believe, was an abolitionist during okay. the Civil War era. So that's like a northern state kind of sitch, maybe? I think it's like Midwest. Okay. Um, Lord. Yeah, these trees kind of feel Midwest. I did, honestly, I did want to say either Kansas or Alabama for that flag. Okay. Because both of those felt right for me. Okay, Alabama definitely isn't, but an abolitionist could live in the South. Who knows? Well, Bleeding Kansas was a big thing for abolitionists because it was when they were really starting to fight against um, slavery, like literally fight. I would also like to point out, just once we break these trees, there is a huge set of mountains. Uh, Maybe not huge, but a set of mountains in the background. So... Oh, Not Kansas sure is pretty if flat. Kansas. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, there's a sign is, here. What, there's a sign. Jesus Christ, it's the Latter Day Saints. <laughs> okay, that's definitely that's not Utah. Brown, Utah. It's not Utah. Utah's kind of a kind of desert esque. Yeah, but this is also okay. Do you know who a Chelsea? Shoot. Chelsea something. Ah. Um, Chelsea Maryhue, Essex County. Essex County. Is that Essex County? Is this Pennsylvania? No. This is it. There's no way. Lake Placid Horseshoe. Oh, what is Lake Placid? I know that. Oh, no. Do you? See, this is this is the fun. This is the fun of this is lovely this Virginia. Game. There's a blue state flag. Where'd you go? Come on, oh, wind. What do you do? We have a blue state flag. We do, but I don't know if this is PA's. Dude, I want to guess Virginia because I think Lake Placid is. No, that's a that's Pennsylvania, dude. All right, we're going Pennsylvania, but where the Wait, heck? Is can Lake... I see the flag again? Yes, sir. That's Pennsylvania. That's okay. Lake. Okay, let's. We're looking for Essex County. Oh, it's not going to show counties. It just shows cities on here. Well, that's useless. Yep, a little bit. Excuse me. Um, that's a lake. It's not Lake Placid. Actually, it's kind of like not a, a, a river. That's not a, no. Yeah, that's not a lake. Raystown Lake. Oh. All right, um, for the sake of time, smack dab in the middle, it was Vermont. No, New York. Oh, my goodness. Lake Placid up there. Uh, I knew White- I knew Lake Placid. I'm so upset with myself. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's it's very tough to uh, – because even, even in just state to state, there are um, similar names for cities and for – what in the world? South Fork. South Fork Drive. Uh, so that's a street. There's obviously some pretty hefty mountains. More like foothills, but mountains nonetheless. Lest nonetheless. I think this is another southern state. You think? I don't want the grass to fool you. So I'm kind of thinking this could be, uh, with the mountains, it could be... Utah-ish in the green area. It could even be Colorado, plausibly. But we're not going to get much. We're not going to get much here. 
um, unless we find a town. Hey, billboards. Billboards sometimes say towns, yeah. cities. But if this it's an game, ad, they might have blurted out. This game, listeners, is so much fun. I urge you to play it. There is a free option, so you don't have to pay it. Um, Where, are we? Where are we at? Yeah, I'm going to go for it because that sign looks helpful. Nope, it isn't. Well, there's a, there's a, yeah. Bangerter Highway. Then he would know where Bangerter Highway is. What is that? Is that a bell? What does that look like to you? It, like a beehive is a what beehive. it looks like. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Utah. Says okay. Utah, right there, utahbroadband.com. So, there we go. Now we have to. I'm not going to try and look for Bangerter Road, uh, but but we need something that's like mountain esque. Okay, we might be able to find. It said what was the street? Let's go back once. It was the 154. So we might be able to find the 154. Uh, I make no promises because they are tiny numbers. See the 158. 158 was it? Was within, within right? 154 right here. So I don't oh. know if this is exactly where it is, but I am going to just plop it here. Let's hope for the best. Guess the dang answer. Okay, there we go. We were so, within seven miles. Seven miles away, we got 4,900 points. Last round, we'll make this a quickie. Uh, did not mean it that way, but uh, we will. We will make this quick for you listeners. I hope you're enjoying. I just realized that this is such a visual thing we're doing. It is. So please go to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the garlic boys to watch us. Well, this record this will record my screen, right? Like playing yes, this. It, it should. It should. Yeah, so go to youtube.com slash the garlic boys and you can watch us play this game. YouTube.com slash at the garlic boys. That is exactly what I meant. And why is it so dang sunny? I can't wow. see that sign. That sign would sunny. be helpful. Just like sunny California? Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, look at those mountains. It could be California, just like a weird upper part of California, maybe. Oregon. Well, because colonial style homes can be anywhere. That says Minnesota. It says Minnesota Street. And unfortunately, as I've learned in playing this game, that means dang diddly squat. I uh, know, Matt, but let's just try it. <laughs> we're going. Let's Minnesota. go for it. Let's be bold. Let's go for it. This deserty mountainous area is Minnesota. Uh, I like it. So we're going to do that, even though I know for a fact it's wrong. Guess, dang it, why do you do this? Yeah, see, look at that. <laughs> look was, how close uh, we were. Carson City, the capital of Nevada. <laughs> we got we got 347 out of 5,000 points. We so. were so close on it. Uh, so the max you can get, uh, of course, with five rounds of 5,000 points uh, is 25,000 points. And do you know what my high score is? 25,000 points, baby. Uh. So I will stop sharing my screen now, please, listeners. Uh, you don't need to play this, but you could, and it could be fun. It's a lot it of fun. Could, it, 
I definitely had fun, and I think we should play that more. <laughs> we could, we'll do an entire episode just of GeoGuessr. Actually, we can um, do it on the Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Or on so, like do a YouTube episode. Yeah, um, I can actually if if we play together, I could actually invite you. Uh, I don't think you have to have a paid account to be invited and to play. Um, because there are certain restrictions on uh, unpaid accounts, as in you can only play like one round every certain amount of time or something like that. It's it's a little it, it kind of sucks, uh, which is why I ended up opting the paid version of it. But uh, we could I could invite you and we could play together. We could do a whole episode of it. and It would be fun. I'm sure. I think that would be fun. It's very smart, smart idea of us. <laughs> to, like, no one else has ever thought to do this before. This is no one else ever entirely our ever thing. The, I nobody even plays GeoGuessr. I'm the only person. I, like, I've never heard I, of it before today. Yeah, exactly. When I go on to like the multiplayer option, it just it just doesn't populate anybody because nobody's even heard of it. It's exactly. crazy. Uh, you ready for the quiz, Matt? I am. Yes. Yes. All right. If it has anything to do with how states look, I think I got this. This week's quiz, Matt, is D come on, man. It's just a movie. Okay. A DCOM or a Disney Channel original movie is any movie that premieres on Disney Channel without premiering somewhere else. Gotcha. These started in 1997 and have been going on up until 2023. I, I wasn't sure if D was a new nickname uh, you had for me uh, when you said D, come on, man. Um, so D, come on. Yeah, D, come as in Disney. Yeah. Gotcha. I thought it was clever, but apparently I mean, you, you could it. You yeah. could call me D from now on. <laughs> um, because you're missing some vitamin D. I mean, me. Uh What's a so explain the quiz? Explain the quiz. Did I tell you what Autumn called you? Uh, your girlfriend, yes. Yeah, uh, your girlfriend number one, apparently. <laughs> Thank you, Autumn. Uh, at least you know where your place is. <laughs> Still getting a text about that when this goes out. Oh, she thinks it's cute that you get jealous, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I'm going to give you a, a pseudo Jeopardy style answer. Yeah. And you have to tell me what movie it's describing. Oh, no. Do like I, I said, to... these are all DCOMs. Do I have to answer in the question, like, what is blah, 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 like Jeopardy? Or do I just tell you my answer? I mean, if you want to. I mean, you I don't, don't have to, though. I, I always hated that uh, as far as Jeopardy. I despised it. It's proper English, but okay. Is it? Is well, it ever? I mean, I if, guess if they're I, giving you the answer, you have to then ask I, the question. I, okay, I kind of get it. I get that, but it, to me, they're the ones who are looking for something. They're looking for the answer, and I know they're giving us the answer, but really, they're just asking the question in a different way and without a question mark. So, it, it, okay, yeah, I okay. Moving on. Right now, I'm going to ask a question in a different way without a question mark. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Known for taking place around musical tryouts and the basketball finals, this movie actually opens on New Year's Eve. Uh, that is 
high school musical numero one. Just high school musical. Final answer. Final answer. We're all in this together. Sorry. <laughs> that is correct. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I know my high school musical. I always forget it opens on New Year's Eve. Yeah. No, I don't. Because, again, I know my high school musical. Name four of the main characters. Uh, Troy, Gabriella, Sharpay, and Ryan. Mm, didn't even hesitate. Didn't even have to think. You know, I always thought Sharpay and Ryan should have dated. Like, they would have been a good match for each other. Sharpay and Ryan were brother and sister. I don't what? think. What? Yeah, no. Uh, and also, Ryan was heavily queer-coded. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know yes. <laughs> You know what? Uh, it's not uh, it's not queer coded anymore because he came back in um, confirmed High School Musical the, the High School Musical the musical the series. The act, I don't know if it was the actor. Oh, this series is so confusingly stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the, the the actor who I think was also Ryan in the musical, or like, however they do this is dating a guy or is married to a guy okay so in it's the confirmed series. it's confirmed in universe uh that it, okay. in some way it's confirmed in universe that he is gay perfect all right that's all that's it yeah perfect and uh his his partner is played by scott from the pentatonics nice that's that's actually really cool yeah another singer so it makes sense yeah all right uh do you do you get the feel of what i'm going I, for with absolutely. the vibe here okay during this 2008 movie, the main trio trio are often referred to as snowsuit guys. Instead of the name The One to Be Called, which is also the name of this movie. The Minutemen. I love this movie so much. This is That is correct. Best. Let me talk to you about this movie. <laughs> this is I the best movie ever. I could not wait to watch this movie. <laughs> I know. I was so pumped for it to premiere. And then I did something that my, my, my mom got so mad at me for. And she grounded me. And I, it wasn't like I wasn't allowed to watch TV or like whatever the grounding was. I yeah. specifically was not allowed to watch this movie premiere. Oh, oh that shit where it hurt. Oh my goodness. And it, for some of you longer, younger listeners out there, uh, why you couldn't be like, oh, why didn't you just stream it? It's like, because they didn't stream. Nope. It premiered and then you had to just wait for it to come back on again. Yep. And so I didn't watch it until July, and this thing premiered in January. Yeah, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't do well, they don't premiere it as often, if ever again. Uh, so you're just kind of screwed until obviously the invention of streaming, which we didn't know would exist in, right. in ten years or whatever. Um, I love the Minutemen. Such a good movie. So good. Oh, uh, fantastic! Love it so much. Question number three. Before we were lucky enough to see him grace the screen on Psych, Timothy Omnison played the villain in this luck-based movie. The Luck of the Irish. That was a classic in uh, my household. He was so young back then. So it's young. crazy how young he was. Like I know. It's a good movie, though. Please, please go back good. and watch some of these old classic Disney movies if you did not grow up with them, because 
they're obviously they're cheesy and they're bad acting and all that jazz, but like they're good. They're That's good what makes them good. Yes, they're good. All right. Oh, why did I put this so far away? Number four. It hurts to hold the phone, so I have it resting on my computer screen, which yeah. is also just just out of reach. And so, uh, like, just like stop being injured. I just mind over matter. It's just, it's just mind over matter, my dude. It's like you're not even trying to get over it. <laughs> just do some P90X and shake it off, bro. Sorry. Whoa, Taylor, calm down, dude. <laughs> Next one. Uh, number four, this decom takes a dog-based life lesson we all learned is too true and use it as a basis to teach a young Kyle Massey responsibility, which, given his alleged legal troubles, Massey never learned. Oh, no. Oh. What movie was this? Is that is that one of the Beethoven ones? I don't remember even if it is a Beethoven one, it might be like, I have no idea which one it could even be. If it was, um, I feel like it is, but I could also be wrong because what first popped in my head was Shaggy dog. And I'm pretty sure Shaggy dog is Tim Allen, not Kyle Massey. Um, oh, mm, no. Cause that was, I don't think that was just Disney channel. All right, I'm going to go with Beethoven. I if it is Beethoven, I don't know which number it is. So, uh hopefully Beethoven's enough and if it's not, I lose the point. Final answer? Final answer. That is incorrect. Ooh. Though this movie did also star St. Bernard, so I can see where you got confused. Okay. This movie is Life is Rough. Life is Rough. Okay. Maybe I, I I know I recognize it. I just don't know if I ever watched it. So maybe that's my bad. Of course, rough is spelled R-U-F-F. Of course it is. AJ just gave me the thumbs up of approval for that movie. <laughs> uh, all right, number five. Double the Dutch for double the talent. This movie stars Kiki Palmer and Corbin Blue, the latter of who had to choose between boxing and a jumping-based sport. Oh, I forgot about this movie until just now. Jump in, baby. Jump in. That is that is also oh my gosh. This is like this is like memory lane, except I actually have these memories. Like this is so sticking good. I loved jump in. I loved, I wanted to double dutch. I'm not even kidding you because of that movie. I'm sure everybody did, but like I really wanted to more than the average person. I did. I, I was the final saying, answer. Yeah, uh, jump in. It's my final answer. Uh, sorry, that's incorrect. It's jump no. in. I with I, an exclamation no. point. Um, Dude, the move where they go on their hands and back and like they seesaw back and forth between their hands and their feet. Oh, uh, yeah. so sick. So sick, dude. Can you stop falling? God. Stop. Don't make me laugh. Please stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like the eighth time that freaking Andy Samberg's Spider-Man <laughs> fell Scarlet. over. I know it's Scarlet <laughs> Spider, Ben Riley, but it's Andy Samberg. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you in pain, but he keeps falling over because he's top-heavy and they didn't give him a freaking base. You know, if you leave him in the box, you don't have that issue. I don't want to leave him in the box because then I get to miss out on cool things. Like, okay, he doesn't have any cool things, but some of them do have cool things in the box that you don't see if they're if they're in the box. Yes, but without them being in the box, what would cover the back wall of my desk proving I am the ultimate nerd? <laughs> fair enough. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I strike fear into the hearts of all those who dare oppose me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's correct. Do you know what uh, Kiki Palmer's other Disney Channel original movie was? I think it was a decom, or it's like a Disney movie. Uh, is but... it Aquila and the Bee? Like, that's the first yeah. one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I love Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer was the shiz back in the day. Um, all right, number six. Ready? Mm-hmm. This is a movie that warned about what could happen if Alexa, uh, but if it's in 1999, was able to control your entire home, becomes an overbearing mother as a hologram after a son gets upset that a dad moves on after the death of his mother. I think that one... I think it's called Smart House. I think it's called Smart House. I think. Um, yeah, final answer, Smart House. Final answer? Yep. That's correct. Yeah, it is. Do you remember? I'm sorry. I'm going back to the Kiki Palmer thing. Do you remember True Jackson VP with Greg? Oh, fantastic. That's Greg how I. Groups. Groups. <laughs> That's what I said. You said poops. I said poops. I know it's not poops. I'm sure Greg poops, but his last name is Proops. Um, what's so what's so great about that is it's not the first time I've ever seen something Greg Proops was in. It was the first thing I remember like knowing like hey, I know that guy. Yeah. Um the first thing who's line and you're like, what the it's not even who's line. He's one of the two heads of the alien that's announcing the pod race in Phantom Menace. You hear it in the voice. Oh my goodness. I did not realize that until just Wow. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, that was Smart House. Um, <laughs> I think it, I'm not going to ask you the same final answer because you, you knew it. I think I did say final answer, but it's okay. I don't remember. I was really hoping you would say smart home and it can be like, ooh, sorry. I know. I, I I I was debating on whether or not it was smart house or smart home, and I just went with house, so I think I chose the right one. Sure. So number seven. Yep. There's no way we can let mom continue to date this man after he turned into a bat. Think about what he could do. So the only logical thing to do is to call a vampire hunter who also starts dating the mom after killing the vampire. What? <laughs> I've never... What? I've never even... This doesn't even sound remotely at all like something I've heard of or seen. Um, but because it's vampire-themed, I'm just going to go with something... Even though I'm 90% positive, uh, it's not. Uh, I'm going to go with Halloween Town. That's going to be my final answer. Final answer. Okay. Matt, that is incorrect. Yeah. It is very similar to Halloween Town in the fact that 
Talavar does date the mom in Halloween Town. Okay. But this is actually just called Mom's Gonna Date with a Vampire. No, it isn't. Okay. Um, it stars Caroline Ray as the mom, who you might know as the voice of Phineas's mom on Phineas and Ferb. Okay. Uh, she was also, I believe, on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, the original series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow, you're connecting so many dots I didn't know I had. Um, yeah, so the <laughs> the middle child figures out that the mom's boyfriend is a bat. Or yeah. turns into a bat, and so he's like, oh, he has to be a vampire. And so he tries to tell his siblings, but they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. That can't be true. So he just hires a vampire hunter. <laughs> Who then falls in love with the mom after murdering her boyfriend. <laughs> well, so he goes out with the vampire hunter and they like track him down. And the vampire gets the mom to go back to his place. And the other two siblings are like, well, if he's not here when mom gets home, we're going to get in worse trouble. So we just got to go find him. They all get into this final battle where like the vampires hypnotize the mom um, and he's about to sink his teeth into the kid, but the kid like screams the mom's name because true love is the only thing that can break the vampire's curse. Of course. And so like the mom then like breaks out and is able to distract the vampire long enough and throw him back into his coffin. And then the vampire hunter nails the coffin shut. Turns around still- like Hey, baby. <laughs> With silver nails from Denmark, because it's always sunny there. And as they're leaving, he goes, so I hear you're single. <laughs> and he just, like, starts chatting up the mom. And it's like, wait, dude. Let her grieve for a moment and process. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, Lord. Ugh. Disney it's, movies, man. They they this is this is why anything. I wanted to do these. Some of these are stupid. Oh, they could have they could have cut like could have cut to like a year later and they were dating. Instead, the second he's like, he's like, doo, doo, doo. hey, so you're single now. Uh so uh looks like your boyfriend's gone. I just murdered your boyfriend. You want to go out with me? <laughs> I'm clearly good with kids. Uh, they uh, say that uh, your ex-boyfriend had ice in his veins, but I think I had ice in my veins. Sorry. Your ex, your ex <laughs> might have been Dracula, but I'm Drac- cool, yeah. <laughs> okay, please move on. All right, number eight. Hmm. So it's like the Breakfast Club, but instead of finding out they're all not too different after all, they all find out that they're good at different instruments and decide to form a band together based on the vending machine in the school. That's Lemonade Mouth. 100% Lemonade Mouth. Uh, final answer. I'm not wrong on that description, though. No, no, that's good. It, it definitely was modeled after like a Breakfast Club-esque story. Like they, we all, they all literally say. meet in detention, feud with the principal. Like we always say, uh, all art is derivative, and that goes for 90% of media. Actually, 100%. I can confidently say that. I really did like that movie, though. Yeah, it was good. At one point, I, I was like, um, 
when from that movie. He's like the greatest rapper ever. No one can rap faster than him. And then my brother like told me about this one rapper, like this actual rapper, like who can is legit like the fastest rapper in the world. And I was like, no, he's faster than him. You don't know what you're talking about. No, this movie guy, they definitely <laughs> sped up uh, him rapping. This white boy from Zeke and Luther. <laughs> oh, Adam, Adam Hicks from Zeke and Luther and then Pair I'm of Kings. I'm talking about Zeke and Luther. I can't. Can't do it. Can't. We can't bring back those memories. I think we can. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number nine. Everybody may hate Chris, but they love the truth. The alter ego of the main character of this decom, who's worried his crush and parents won't accept him, so he asks his more attractive friend to pretend to be him until he reveals his identity during the final rap battle. I have no idea. I I nope. I I, I don't even have a guess at this. I don't even have a guess at this point. Um, I'm gonna forfeit this question. I don't know. Special forfeit? Yeah. All right. So that movie is Let It Shine. Okay. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Uh, it starred Tyler William Jackson, who played Chris on Everyone Hates Chris. Right. And Coco Jones. And um, his dad's a pastor who believes that rap music is sinful and even calls it a hip-hop-pocrisy. No. No, oh man, and the he, person he, coming into Disney, the writer coming into Disney who came up with that was like, dude, guys, I had the best thought just last night, right? And hip hypocrisy. He 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 works nights sweeping up at a rap club, I guess, but yeah. like teenagers are allowed there. Um, yeah, and he he writes his own rap music and he starts performing a song. And it's released, but like no one knows who he is. And so his buddy, who like can dance and is like conventionally attractive, pretends to be him. And Coco Jones's character is this like mega pop star who used to like be friends with them when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And like um, they're presenting an award for best rapper of the series season or something like that. I don't know. Right. And like um, he he's gonna go out. Uh, his buddy was gonna go out. And he's like, no, I need to go live my truth and he goes out and like she's like um hurt and like forgotten and then like he battle raps uh the black guy from so random (laughs) and reveals that he's a sham even though he tries to be rich and then wins the rap battle even though he's oh arguably worse rapper than him the other guy it's just because, like, it's the last thing to do. And it's all about, like, showing your talents and not hiding them under the bushel. So, like, you know, letting it shine. Right. That sounds like a great, great movie. I was obsessed with this movie, and it's what got me to stop writing poetry. <laughs> I love it. All right. Because I was writing raps, and so then I changed over to poetry because that made more sense. Because I have no rhythm. Because I ain't got a rhythm. No rhythm. No, I ain't got the rhythm. Okay. You ready for number 10? I am ready for number 10. One was rich, one was poor. One wore a sun pendant, the other wore a moon pendant. One got visions of their true land of birth and paints them, and the other would write stories in about their twin adventures. 
Whenever they meet on their 21st birthday, they form a very magical bond. Is this, um, is this the, uh, what's it? Uh, please tell me it's not actually Twitches. I hope that's not the actual name. That's what's coming into my head, uh, because I think it was a cross between Twin and Witches. Um, but right now, Right now, Twitches is the name that's coming into my head, and I really hope that's not right. Um, but I believe this is the one that was uh, Tia and Tamara, and they were like twin witches. Um, I think that's right. So I'm going to go with Twitches, final answer. Why would they name it Twitches? I'm going to go with Twitches. They named it Twitches. Oh, my goodness. they're twin they witches. Twitches, too? Didn't they make Twitches, too? Why did nobody like? Did it not get? Did, did it get to the, the the screening? And they're like, "Yeah, twitches, twin witches." That totally makes sense, and not like, eh, eh, eh. But can I can I give you can I give you the craziest thing to me about this movie? What? So it starts it starts Tia and Tamara, yeah, who were also on another sh- who were on a show in the nineties called Sister Sister, yeah, which was a show about two sisters who grew up in different homes. And didn't know they had a twin sister until they met while shopping at the mall. That's yes, I do remember that. That's a that's a wild. That's a wild. That's the same. Show. Oh, like that's the same inciting incident as Twitches. Essentially, yeah. No, that's ex- that's exactly it. Um, th- they really like. Uh, I, they're obviously parent trapping. Um, like they're they're taking a. Uh, twins that were separated at birth and they somehow crazy random happenstance come back together and then they're an unstoppable force of the universe and they you know do all this stuff um dude the amount of the amount of decom movies that involved twins is wild i know absolutely um speaking of decom movies and i i i don't know if this is going to be in the bonus I am so sad you didn't mention the 13th year. Oh, I specifically didn't because I knew you would get that immediately. You, I got all of the other ones. I missed like two. <laughs> Three. But I, I didn't know if you'd know them. That's you fair. talk about the 13th year all the time. Because it's so good. It's one of the best uh, Disney Channel original movies. Uh, Minutemen is the top, in my opinion. Like the very top, uh, but the rest kind of fall in order in other in other areas. Thirteenth year, dude. All right, um, you smashed this one out of the park. No, I'm not gonna lie about it. Do you still want your bonus? Yes, I want my bonus. I always want my bonus. All right. Which decom sequel that is also the third or the second of three movies was the most viewed. Decom of all time. So Woo! when it premiered, it had the most views of any decom. Okay. Um I know so not a lot of them got sequels. Um obviously Twitch is two, high school musical two, um, as well as three. Um if I'm being honest. I can't think of many more uh, decom sequels. 
Um, except sometimes they come out like many years later, like recently some have been. I, I'm going to go with High School Musical 2 just because I have no idea. And that's High School Musical 1 was a huge success. So I'm assuming High School Musical 2 would probably be like everybody's loving and anticipating the first one. So they anticipate the second one. So High School Musical 2, final answer. 17.2 million people. That's a lot. That's how many people tuned in for the High School Musical sequel. Yes! <laughs> and if you'd like to know how long ago that was, after that that sequel premiered, premiered the first episode of Phineas and Ferb. Oh no! <laughs> Why? Why are we so old? <laughs> I don't like feeling old. Seventeen point two. I was looking through, and it was mainly like five million, six million, like that range. Right. And like I was like, I just want to like scroll through these and double check that like my information is correct on it. There was not one that was even above ten million, other than High School Musical two. It was listen. The first movie was it got it got everybody's attention, everybody's attention. And the second one's just like, man, the first one is so good. Let's watch the second one. Because everyone was like, oh my gosh, you hear that? Uh, Zach Efron's actually singing this one. <laughs> The second one was very good, though. Like I, I quite. I prefer the second one. Yeah, like I quite enjoyed the second one. Um, the third one, I don't even remember if I'm being 100. I watched it once, and I was like, "This isn't the second one. Why would I keep watching it?" Well, Matt, that was another thrilling quiz. There, um, that was your tenth win. Heck yeah, it was. And so, uh, as always, your reward is you get to clear out your tally bank for the losses. And I believe last time you got to give me a quiz as retaliation. We'll see. We'll see if I remember, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll do it. Quiz. So go ahead, retaliate against me. Um, I hope, I hope it goes well for you. And uh, by winning today, you also have unlocked a new title for yourself. Nice. Um, you are rank 23 now, and so uh, that just means that no one likes you when you're clever. <laughs> what is it? In? What? Okay. <laughs> Based off of the song lyrics of No One Likes You When You're 23. I've never heard that song, but uh, as long as you know it, as long as at least one of the listeners know it, that's all that matters. I believe my AJ, AJ played me that song when I turned 23. There you go. AJ knows it. And if he's uh, even an episode or two listener, that still counts. Don't know if he's listened to a single one, even the episode <laughs> he's been on. <laughs> uh. um, that was fun, right? Did you have fun? Actually, I loved that quiz. Um, it's mostly because I did so good on it, but I still loved it. Well, it's it's great when you do good on things, right? You have fun mm -hmm. and like it's it's a lot like you keep wanting to do it. Yeah. Well, I have something that like can also give you that same thrill. Okay, what is that? Uh, that's the partner of this show, uh, Puzzle Room Pittsburgh. <laughs> that was good. good. Um, I, I they have expecting that. Puzzle Room Pittsburgh is an escape room here in the Pittsburgh area that have three incredible rooms where you can unlock the thrill of adventure 
and immerse yourself in an exhilarating escape room experience. Uh, they have the study Seeking Sasquatch and Escape the Undead on offer to you. And as a partner of the show, you get to use our discount code GARLICBOY for $5 off your t uh, per person on your ticket to Mystery Excitement and Endless Fun. All you have to do is visit the website at www.puzzleroompgh.com and enter GARLICBOY in the promo code field at checkout. Don't miss out on the ultimate escape and book now. Any anything you'd like to add to there? Um, perfect. Uh, so, uh, Matt, I want to give you as much time for your, um, discussion. for your discuss for your discussion point this week, because I have felt greedy with the time here. So Thanks. I just want to. Um, I wasn't originally going to talk about this, but I think this is funnier. I was going to go through and talk about the responses to Elmo asking everybody if they were okay. Okay. And just the therapy sessions that came out of that, apparently. Um, but something funnier happened with Elmo this week. Uh, Elmo was on the Today Show with his dad, who's this this Muppet. Oh, here. I was going to say, that's and not Elmo. <laughs> no, no, this is Elmo when he turns 40 and is depressed. <laughs> so um, he was on the Today Show, and I think he was getting interviewed about the tweet, asking everyone how they were doing and everything. And comedian Larry David was also there that day to promote his upcoming final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. Um, now, if you are not familiar with this show, in, in the show, Larry David plays an exaggerated version of himself that is a despicable, dislikable man, and yet he's still popular, famous, and like is basically still Larry David, who just like lets the impulse control go and um, just does whatever he wants. Right. I think from playing a heightened version of himself for so long, that has gotten to him. <laughs> because during Elmo's interview, Larry David came out and just started attacking Elmo. <laughs> he assaulted everybody's favorite Muppet? What is wrong with him? He assaulted a four-year-old monster. <laughs> and there was some mixed reactions to this happening. I, I'm surprised they're mixed. I, I, I feel like everybody would be an outrage. This is a this is a Muppet hate crime. Well, Matt, I hate to be this person. Um Elmo is just a puppet. No, you shot your mouth. All 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 Larry Take David did was sort of just like rub his hands against another man's hand. Okay. First of all, okay, no, first of all. Elmo is much more than than a Muppet. He has a soul. Second of all, do you know do you know what your hand oils do to puppets? What your hand oils do to touching, especially the soft like felt uh, material of the nose, it ruins it. It ruins it. It makes it deteriorate and it, it smudges it and it gets it all dirty. And th that bright orange nose is gonna look a little brown, okay? Just from his dumb little hand touching Elmo, uh, I know this because I took many a pep puppet seminar in my in my years in the youth ministry. Uh, but no, you don't touch a puppet's face ever. 
for any reason. Monster. Um, you said Elmo is the monster. That guy, Larry's the monster. I have a, a quote here. Uh, he was on um, Late Night with Seth Meyers a little bit after it happened. Yeah. And uh, Seth asked him about it, and he goes, yeah, yeah, I did it. Uh, Elmo was talking. I was waiting to be interviewed, and Elmo was going on about mental health, and I had to listen to every word. And he was going, oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't think I could take another second of this. And so I got off my chair, and I approached him, and I throttled him. I couldn't take it. He then responded again, and you know what? I would do it again. Oh, my God. I mean – if I'm being 100% honest, what is a better advertisement for your show where you're a grade-A douche nozzle uh, than to be a grade-A douche nozzle? As as someone who has watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, I thought this was like a bit, heavy, like a bit that they yeah. were filming now that was somehow going to be in this show. <laughs> and it still can be, but it was like, like, oh, this is this is something that could happen on Curb. Like... Right, right. Uh, wow, that's upsetting to me, but obviously hilarious to you. <laughs> uh, it, it it did brighten my day. <laughs> Speaking uh, of brightening your day, look at that. All up. Um, I'm gonna just cut you off there because uh, I was I gonna throw it over to you in a second anyway. So good. let's do it. Um, so. We, we need to discuss. We, we can do it quickly. I know we don't have a ton of time left. Uh, I want to discuss my problems with the Percy Jackson series. Well, let's do it. Um, okay. Overall, I would give this like a four out of five. Like this was such I a I thought you were going to say four out of ten, and I was like, dude, it was way oh, better than that. Ooh, four out of five. Four out of five stars. Um, I loved it. Like Percy Jackson has been my thing. I just reread the first book. Uh, but like for many years, I've just loved, loved, loved Percy Jackson. I've read just about every book he's put out, uh, except for the Magnus Chase and the Heroes of uh, uh, Trials of Apollo, because uh, your boy lost his ability to read. Um, I have all of the Magnus Chase books. Do so you want to read them? I have the first two. I, I'll get there. I promise I'll get there. I'm trying to read more this year. It was just like a motivation thing. Um, I could totally finish Trials of Apollo if I wanted to, but every time I pick it up, I'm just like, these characters, I don't care about it. Uh, Am am I just doing this because it's part of, it's like, it's like buying an iPhone after all these years. Don't don't do this. Just, (laughs) just continue. (laughs) Oh, he gets so mad. You Um, you start things when we don't have time for you to start things. (laughs) Okay. So, the, the two biggest problems. There are other problems I have, but the two biggest problems and critiques I have is that one, they know everything. Stinking everything. These 13-year-old children know everything. Um, so the, the one thing that I loved in the books is that when they encountered a monster, first of all, they were never 100% sure that it was a monster. Sometimes they had the suspicion. Sometimes they were completely clueless. Uh, second of all, it, it built up to them discovering who the monster was. Um, it built up just by context clues and they were kind of like being detectives and they were asking questions. Sometimes the monster slipped or sometimes they had like a, uh, it's like, it's like rolling a bad history check, um, 
in D and D. Like you roll, you roll a history check. It's not great, so you get like a little bit of information, but then you investigate further and you know a little more information. You know uh, who the monster is, stuff like that. My biggest, like the Auntie M's one, when you walk into a, a garden full of statues sure i could actually see that one that one i could see but they walked into crusty's freaking mattress emporium and he, i know who you are Ooh, i wanted to smack that stupid dumb look off his face i want to defend that because as, as a as a fan of that book i yeah. I, I'm, I i love that scene that chapter we're in the mattress store and like with with how they had done things already you're like how are you going to make this work at all? Like, it's such a divergent from the tone of the rest of the story, honestly. And so then you have to ask yourselves, well, how can we make this play out in in a creative way and, like, without it being way too out of left field? And for them to just know who he is already and just be like, look, we, you have the information we need. Don't make us hurt you for it. I guess. I, I, I kind of see it, but at the same time, like... The, the the peril that you felt in the scene in the book where both Grover and Annabeth got trapped in the traps, like, of the beds. Excuse me. And they were about to get cut off. Like, they were about to get their pieces cut off, the heads and toes and stuff, um, heads and feet. Um, and Percy was able to trick him to get into his own bed. Like, the one overarching, one of the problems I had with the series was that Percy felt like Percy, but like a very muted Percy, if that makes sense. Um, like, I feel like in the book, he was very witty. He was very like snapback-ish and also extremely intelligent. And like, while he was uh, at times, I just felt like it was a little lackluster. And the whole like tricking him to get into the, into his own trap was pretty dang crazy. Uh, he, I don't know. It, he just felt mean and antagonistic the whole time rather than uh, funny and witty and um, sarcastic. I think that my, my biggest problem, and I think this is, this plays into what you're saying is that streaming series are so short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if this had been like a regular uh, stream or not stream, a regular like program show on on TV, it would have been at least twenty episodes. Yeah, the absolutely. book is twenty five chapters, right? Which would have given you more than enough time. Like, like they just they they handicap themselves by making it eight episodes, thirty minutes each, and so like there's so much of the book that you had to leave out because yeah. like. Because like fans, if you're if you're if you're Rick Riordan, you're like okay, fans want to see these major things. They want to see um, Percy fight Mrs. Dodds. They want to see the the battle, um, the capture the flag. Um, they want to see uh, the cabins in in the camp. They want to see Medusa. They want to see the arch. They want to see the lotus, and they want to see um, the fight between Hades and or Ares and Percy. Those are like the big things. I'm like, okay, these are the things I need to make sure happen. Right. Um, and like, I feel like those are consistent with like, even in the, in the movies that we don't like very much, 
they still had those plot points for the most part. Yeah, most of them. And so, like, he he knows, like, these are the big things fans want to see. Except for the the Arch, which I don't know why they decided to go to the Parthenon instead of the Arch. Yeah. Uh, But there are other things that, like, we didn't see. Like, with this, I didn't feel like Percy and Luke were friends. Yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Like, it just, I, I didn't see them spending enough time together. And I don't know how much time passed bef- before the he quest. got, like, between when he got to camp and when he left for the quest. It doesn't feel like it was more than two days, though. Right. Yeah. It, the show, again, I, I think the show had to speed up some things and they didn't have time for uh, everything. They didn't have time for dialogue. In, in the book, weeks had passed in certain areas that, that you were just like in the show, right. it felt like it was the next day. Um, the I, biggest thing for me is why didn't we see the strawberry fields? <laughs> that may still come. Uh, but the the second biggest gripe I had with this show is they not the fact that they. Uh, were past the deadline when they returned the bolt. I don't care about that. But even in the books before the deadline, there's the storms were raging. There were tsunamis happening all over the globe. The clouds were like lightning and thunder all day long. Like all the time, everything was churning and rumbling. They were two whole days past the deadline, I think. Maybe even right. th- um, they were into the third day. And um, nothing was going on. They were outside constantly. And guess what wasn't happening? Anything. It, it just felt like nothing. Like, no, like it felt like the deadline of the lightning bolt on this day of the summer solstice was just, it was pointless. Like, it just felt like that wasn't actually a deadline. It was like, a, well, if you bring it here by this day, then I guess I'll be happy. But if you don't, then... I guess I'll give you a, like a little bit of leeway. Like, no, this is Zeus. He wants his master bolt back. He's ticked off. He wants it. And it has to be in this day or we're going to throw hands. And that's, that's another thing of like, um, Percy and Zeus's relationship is like, we didn't get to see Percy testing him by riding the plane. Yeah. Um, which I think is such a big moment because, um, thinking ahead to even the sequel series, it sets off um, a a small conflict that they have to think about during Heroes of Olympus of um, Percy's technically shouldn't be able to fly and Jason shouldn't be able to be on the sea because they're rival fathers, but they're allowed to because the other one is there. In the books, Percy fights uh, Ares on the beach, that he wins, and then they have to get back to New York before the deadline. Um, from San Diego. And so they, they're like, well, the quickest way to do this is to fly. And they're like, won't, won't Zeus try and kill Percy? And he's like, I have his master bolt. If he, like he, if he wants it back, he has to let me deliver it to him. Yeah. But the whole entire plane ride is like turbulence and bumpy. And like, it's not a great plane ride because Zeus is still not happy. Right. Right. And even even Walker said like he wish he could have done that in um, an interview with Straw Hat Goofy, but 
in this, they just have him show up at Mantok and like fight Ariel on, on that beach. And yeah, there's some emotional relevance of him walking into the, the cabin and thinking that's his mom. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're missing out on like such a good character detail of Percy tempting the king of the gods. Yeah. He, the, the, I, like you were saying, they kind of had to do it in eight episodes or at least like a short season because of the age of the, the actors. Um, so by the time this comes out, they've already aged probably a year at least. And then um, they're going to start filming almost immediately again to go for the second season, uh, which will age them another year or two. Um, so, like, to keep up with their rapid aging, they have to do short seasons that took, uh, let's say, six months to film and then six months to release. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just rounding, uh, uh, theoreticizing possible numbers i don't know actually how long it took but to keep up with the aging of the the actors they have to do these shorter seasons and everything like that but come on there some of this stuff some of this stuff could have been added in it would have taken 10 minutes it maybe it would have added an extra five minutes two minutes to certain scenes and it would have been a plus in my book but uh, it kind of just got a B plus for me. Like I loved it, but I just felt like there was something missing. Um, I saw another interview with Walker where he stated that he was, while he was filming the Adam project, he went and did the first interview. Uh, okay. Or first audition for um, Percy. Nice. And he was 12 when that happened. He wasn't, he was 12 when casting began in April of 2021. Mm -hmm. He was not officially announced as the cast until January of 2022 and they didn't start filming until June of 2022. Right. So he was already, um, he was already 13 when they started filming and they didn't conclude filming until February 2nd, 2023, which means he was already approaching, uh, 14. Right. And then this year he's going to be 15. So, um, and 15 is still, I think, young enough to play 13. Yeah, he's not a 20-year-old like Logan Lerman was. Right. And so, like like you said, like that timeline was creeping up and everything. But um he he even uh expressed in that and in, in, in that interview where he was like, I don't know if they're gonna cast me now because yeah. I'm not 12 anymore. Right. Um but with everything that they left out, everything that they chose to do how they changed some things, how they, they added new things and everything to me as a huge fan of Percy Jackson and someone like, I keep saying this, but like this, this is one of those book series that I really resonate with. Yeah. It's just one of the only ones I was able to, to read and really feel a connection to. Yep. I still felt Percy, like the, the spirit of Percy Jackson in this series. I agree. And so, like, there were things that disappointed me that I didn't get to see, but I still felt like, oh, this is Percy Jackson as I'm watching it. And I yeah. really do hope it gets it gets. Uh, I think for a second season. I think it will. I think it'll get even better. Um, I think that every season, um, Rick has a huge hand in this, and 
not only are some of the changes just like he wrote these years ago and he's like, yeah, this, this could go better this way. It's also changes to account for the inconsistencies throughout the series when he wrote the Kane Chronicles and the Heroes of Olympus series and the Trials of Apollo. And because obviously you're going to, you're going to write something and it's going to make more sense in the earlier series. When you, when you wrote these, you didn't plan for, the heroes of olympus series so you're gonna have to change a few things to account for the changes you made in the in the later series what not even outside of the original series he he was talking about how when he wrote the first one he had no plans for mary castiel right so like now that all five of the books are out he's able to drop hints to luke's backstory and actually helps develop luke more because Mm -hmm. we get to see like hey something messed up happened with Hermes' mom not see, but we infer like something messed up happened. And that's why we're seeing Luke start like getting on this road of like, God should die. Yep. Um, but yeah, I have, I have something that I want to be my final thought. And so yeah. I'm going to just say that and then pass it off to you. And then we'll go into uh, honest. Honestly, I, I don't have too much else to say. So uh, we can close this conversation with your final thought. Um, the best line of the entire series was um, at the end, Percy has a dream of Kronos and his mom goes, all right, what was your dream about this time? And he's like, well, my grandfather said something to me. And she's like, I wish you wouldn't call him that. <laughs> that was really good. I will not lie. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the garlic boys. If you'd like to hear more from us on social media, such as when we post things either to our Patreon or uh, our YouTube channel, as we're hoping to start doing more over there, maybe us uh, either playing uh, GeoGuessr, or some other computer games that we might be able to do over, over the internet here. Um, please check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. That's where we uh, do all of our, uh, posting and announcements of things like that. Um, want to welcome you to go on over and check out TGB one shots, our D and D tabletop role playing campaign that we do new episodes for that. Go out every Tuesday at 11 AM Eastern standard time. I think that's what we are. Sure. Listen, <laughs> if you're on the East coast it's 11 AM, if not, just look for it on Tuesday and find it. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to support both of these shows in any way, Head on over to patreon.com slash the garlic boys um, or garlic boys productions. You can search for that and you can find the garlic, uh, our Patreon there. Um, just a, like, Hey, uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. We support you $3 a month tier as well. If you want bonus content from us, you can head on over and do the $10 a month tier. You can get bonus from this show. Um, uh, fun episodes that are Patreon exclusives, as well as the bonus actions, which are the TGB one shot after show. Um, those are a lot of fun. They tell you a lot about our characters and um, how we felt during episodes. This this does not come out before that episode. Never mind. This comes out before that episode. Before, so I can't. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I can't spoil that yet. If you want to know what I'm talking about, though, then go listen to Tuesday's episode of TGB One Shots, and you'll you'll know what I mean. Um, if no. you'd like to support us by buying some merch. You can head on over to Redbubble, uh, buy some of our merch over there, or just like like the designs. Do 
just interact with that page. I don't know what's going on there. I is mean, that is that sale still going on, or is that over with? I I believe that sale is over with, unfortunately. Oh, all right, that's fine. Um, and uh, as Matt mentioned earlier, you can head on over to YouTube.com/slash at the Garlic Boys and find video versions of the podcast. As well as I said, we're going to probably start, hopefully, <laughs> I think we will start be posting stuff over there on Tik or on YouTube, not TikTok. Well, maybe. Listen, the, life is hard. Uh, Matt, what are your uh, supplementary mom report? Yeah. Mine is Sally Jackson, because, of course, we're talking about Parsi Jackson. So I'm going to steal Sally Jackson. Uh, she is a wonderful mom. She was a little snippy in the show. She was a little she was a little mean to Percy, but he was a handful. So I get it. I get it. Uh, but I still love her. She was great. The actress was wonderful. OK, uh, my my supplement, my report for this week is going to be Maggie Smith. OK, all right. Because Maggie Smith is the mother of the actor who played Poseidon. No. And without her, we would have not gotten that excellent scene in the bar between Poseidon and Sally. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. That's a, that's an example of a good ad, all right? Yes, yes. Boom. You, all right. You called, so I came. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts for this episode? I do not have any, no. Well, in case, remember, as always, to stay garlicky. Make a bobblehead, a bobblehead that doesn't have a stable base. Like, where's the where's the circular base and a little hole in the foot? It should exist because a bobblehead is never going to stand up, ever. I'm, I'm frustrated.